0: Y'all ready for this? This is Trash Talk with your hosts, Danny Bailey and Dylan Beachill. Let's talk sports. All right, here we are, back today with another show. We got Dylan Beachill here, as well as my host, Danny Bailey. Today's episode is going to be called, Where's the Dick? Where's the Dick? We should probably explain that a little bit, huh? Yeah, well, it, it, it was a... Just something
1: that kind of came up through the weekend. Uh, We had a little bit of an interesting evening out in Denver on, what night was it, Friday night? Friday night we we went to a uh,
0: punk rock drag show. Very interesting. Very fun. You know, a bunch of queens up there getting it and uh, having a great time, and it it was great to see, you know, especially for the uh, LGBT community.
1: It was a different kind of show than anything I'd been to. Yeah. Um, Pretty pretty entertaining stuff. It was like just basically like a talent show, like a lip sync thing. Yeah, out yeah. there they were dancing, they were really going at it. And the people outfits, were, man, the people outfits were, were, were hysterical. Oh yeah, people had some crazy outfits. The one, the uh, MC of the whole thing, I can't remember the name, um, but that outfit was just wild. She's like a space alien princess, yeah. something. Yeah, and people, wild.
0: people were raining
1: cash on the stage. Oh yeah. Yeah, people were crumpling up bills and just chucking them right on oh, stage. Yeah. People were holding them out for uh, for the queens to grab. It, it's it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it a lot was of fun. A, an, a hyped up atmosphere. Oh yeah,
0: some good music.
1: People were dancing in the crowd. I mean, they're
0: like they're like rock stars out there. This is what they do. They, yeah, like, they tour. I mean, Betty yeah. Swallows was out there just you know getting it, looking Betty like Swallows. just a 1950s like you know jazz singer star almost straight up. up. There. It was yeah, dope. that's a great comparison So we're not, we're not homophobic at all on this show we, uh, You know, we appreciate everybody sure. And all gender identities Be you Be but who you want to be the
1: dick? Where, oh, that was the big question Where yeah. is the
0: dick? Um,
1: the question of the It night? was something that I kind of felt like It's almost like asking a vet Who comes home from war Like, did you kill anybody? You know? It's one of those things you probably shouldn't ask But it's going through everybody's head it is. Everybody's wondering.
0: Every male's head. Where wondering.
1: is the dick? Where is the dick? And it's not. If it's Something c- I don't understand.
0: If it's cut I and never gone. Will. If it's cut and gone, fine, whatever. But sure. you know, it, these outfits are so tight, and like you can't see any outline of anything. I'm like, where did you put it?
1: yeah I tried to just look from uh the ground to the knees and then I would shoot my shoot right up and then go from shoulders up I just tried Wait, you didn't to you try to find it at all i i i the times I tried I was like lost immediately and I just had to get out of there you know uh, you can only look so long uh there are performers up there, and I felt if I wasn't throwing tips, I probably shouldn't let my eyes linger. <laughs>
0: Well, anyways, we had, we, had a, we had a great time at the show. I uh, encourage anybody to go check out the Punk fun Rock show. That Show. Was,
1: and it was a great, uh, great venue, too. We got a lot of great places to go here in Denver. Yeah, That was a fun ratio. one that I'd never been to. But, yeah, ratio.
0: Shout cool out Ratio Brewing. Great spot and a great atmosphere for the drag show. Uh, let's, let, let, let's take this into, you know, we'll let this guide uh, kind of the rest of our show here, this overall theme of, of Where's the Dick? Where's the dick? And we're going to transition a little bit to you know who's got the the biggest dick and who's coming back in this new NBA series. Where's the dick? Here he comes, Mr. Kevin Durant. Does he make the impact on the series? Does he even play tonight? He's got to play tonight. He's playing tonight.
1: They're going to win tonight. Game seven, who knows. Uh, But they're going to win tonight. They're going to probably win the next one, I would imagine. And then we'll see Toronto possibly take it in game seven back in Toronto. But I see KD coming out tonight making a huge swell of not only morale for the team, but just overall offensive scoring capability. Like yeah, he's going to bring another level that they haven't had, even though Clay was back last game. Steph is, has not been that consistent in these playoffs. So it's been harder for them, but him coming back is huge. Kerr says he's a game time decision, but him practicing and everything, being there to get ready to go. He's going tonight. My
0: bigger concern here is not whether KD plays or not. It's is does this Warriors team finally play some defense? Cuz honestly, if if he plays, like sure he's going to put up you know, I, I don't know how healthy he is. I don't know how much of a game he can play. I don't know if that calf is going to get tight on him in the first five minutes of the game. Maybe he puts up 20. Maybe he puts up, he's healthy. He puts up 40. If he healthy, he puts up 40. It's a different story. Okay, they win the game. But they're not playing defense right now. That team yeah. is just not playing any defense or whether you want to call it great offense from Toronto, because we got to give those guys some credit too. I mean, they're playing great. You know, they're moving the ball, they're finding what they need to find. Kawhi can't miss a shot. He's looking like Kobe out there, you know? But they're just—they're wide open, and they're wide open layups, and the, the switchers are bad. I mean, they're switching Steph on Kawhi or on their centers or on Ibaka, you know, and just the mismatch are all over the place. What what do they do to fix that?
1: Toronto has been exploiting them with mismatches all along. Durant's length helps on defense immensely, and uh, that'll be good to get him back in there. And all these guys—not maybe not KD, probably not KD—but Clay. Iggy, Draymond Green, Bogut, even uh, I don't know about Boogie Cousins, but guys like Quinn Cook, Looney, McKinney, all these guys love Steph so much that they want to do everything they can to get him his own Finals MVP. And they so like Clay's playing through an injury. Iggy's out there; he's playing not at a hundred percent. Looney came back and he's got his rib thing; he's all jacked up, but he's going out there. Grimacing through every play he can trying to muscle it out with Ibaka and Gasol But there's only so much you can do so I think with KD coming back You have just enough to put them over the edge and also you obviously you need the role players to help That's something we saw all playoffs long was the teams that ha- that didn't make it this far Obviously are the teams that couldn't get consistent play not only from their bench Which is always big in the playoffs, but from the stars like, you saw it with the Bucks, Everybody thought they were going to ride into the finals real easy. Giannis just didn't even show up some games. Right, well, so Yeah, series. he got shut down. So, you have a good defense in Toronto, and if this Warriors offense comes out and everybody plays high-level basketball like they can, and especially if they get that Hampton 5 lineup back in, plus Boogie Cousins, so... I think they got a real good shot here, Steve Kerr. Hopefully, he knows how to manage Durant with timing. If he's not at 100 percent and he needs to take a lighter load, but I've got to imagine if he's been out this long and every game from now on out is must win. Yeah, he's I mean, got to play.
0: You look at it now, and it's this is the finals. You know, this is what you've been working toward all season. Yeah. If he had an Achilles injury, you know he doesn't come back and play. Right. He's got a calf injury. Yeah. He's going to play. If, he, if it, he re-injures it, now he's got the whole offseason to heal, right? I guess that's the way you look at it if you're a player and Definitely. coach at this point in time. Definitely. Um, it's tough, you know. It's going to whatever hurt his stock for next year or anything. I don't know. I think it's KD, so I don't think we really have to worry about that. He's one of the best shooters we have in this game, best scorer we probably have in this game right now. Yeah. But those role players, man, are not making shots. They're not making shots. They're not making the right reads on defense. They're turning the ball over. I mean, with the exception of Kevon Looney that other game, the role players were awful. Boogie Cousins, awful. You know, Bogut's playing defense. He's the only out there that's playing defense. Iggy can't make a shot to save his life right now, not looking like the finals MVP he was, what, four years ago? You know, Quinn Cook missed every open three he had. He's the one guy you thought was going to knock down shots for them. Sure, Missed everything, you know. It's a struggle right now. And if you look at their their past successes, you know, when they didn't even have KD, right, they had much better bench play, much better players, whether it was Harrison Barnes, you know, or guys like that. absolutely. Even Matt Barnes for a couple of years, I think they yep. had him on that squad. It's tough. And if, if KD's not 100% and he can't create as much separation as he's used to, especially playing with, you know, who's going to be guarding him, one of the best defensive players in the league, Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. The best. They could still not win this game, especially with all that juice and all that energy in Toronto being up 3-1. They know, again, it's 3-1 for Toronto, and we're going to talk about this as a must-win game for Toronto. Yeah. If they don't win this game, it goes back to Golden State. They win in Golden State. Momentum is swung. They were going to win Golden State, and yeah. then they can win that Game 7. Then it's all up for grabs. Yeah, if
1: it's even, if it becomes even, and they're back in Toronto, it's not nearly as big as being in Toronto is right
0: now. Up 3-1, exactly. So
1: you'll see, I mean, there were videos of after the after Game 2 in Toronto when the Warriors were walking out of the tunnel, and Drake was also walking out from his seats, and KD and Clay. they had been hurt, but they were kind of in the tunnel, and they were like, we'll see you in Oakland. Well, you just lost both of them in Oakland. Yep. And now you got KD back, you got to win it. And obviously you got to win it to keep the series going, but you got to win it if you're Toronto because otherwise the momentum takes a massive swing in the yeah. other direction. Yeah. KD is he's the biggest dick because he's such a jerk that he could take over the whole series. And then you could forget all about how great this Raptors team really is just because KD could he could very well be healthy enough to push them over the edge. And, and t- this t- it looked like, at for a time, for a minute, like this dynasty is kind of like dwindling. Yeah. And with all the questions looming in the future, right now, they're still competing for a championship. Oh, of course. And with KD in it, the competition is a hell of a lot closer. Yeah.
0: And as a basketball fan, right, this is exactly what you wanted to see. Yeah. If KD was in there for those first four games, if that's a healthy Warriors team... It's series probably a sweep. could be over right it's
1: now. Probably a sweep, right? if not a gentleman, sweep in five. This but, is yeah.
0: exactly what you want to see. Is this chance for him to come back? This is exactly what KD wants, too. Definitely. You know, it's a show that he
1: wants it to be on his shoulders on his They needed
0: him. Yeah, They needed him. That's what he wants. And, you know, they've won without him before in the past. Clearly, it doesn't look like they win this series without him. You know, there's no, I give them no chance if he doesn't play tonight. But I think the yeah. biggest X-Factor tonight and was in the last game and moving forward in this series, and I thought he should have gotten a lot more playing time throughout these playoffs, Sergi so Baca. Sergi Baca. Yeah,
1: he's been huge. Huge. Defense especially.
0: Oh, I mean, Because that's the looking thing. Looking like, like the old Ibaka.
1: When you don't have to worry about the paint because you know it's defended with Ibaka then you can focus on all the three point shooters. Yep. Yeah, it makes a
0: huge difference. You zone in on Stephen and Clay yeah. in, in, the, in those screens, you know. And he's scoring though too. I mean, that guy can shoot, you know? I don't yep. understand why they haven't been using him more. I like I think he's a much better player than Marcus Off, to be honest with you. Not career-wise, but right now. Right now. Where he's at yeah. right now. He's sure. much more athletic. And you got to ride the hot hand too. Yeah. So since he's been playing so
1: well, you got to reward that.
0: Marks missing threes left and right. Yeah. Serge is knocking him down. You look yeah. who's playing in the fourth quarter of these games, though. Serge Ibaka. I think he gets the start tonight. I think if KD plays, he gets the start tonight. You know? I mean, if you're looking at a couple guys you want to rotate on, KD, yeah. he's in the mix. Yeah, Him, absolutely. Siakam, and Leonard, you know? They're 100%. The, and who's got a better team to defend KD than the Raptors?
1: They're the team best built for it yeah. right now. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, you wanna, should we make some predictions for tonight? Sure. just about what's going to happen during the game
0: uh over under real quick how many minutes KD plays 25 uh over 25 yeah probably in like the 30s over under 30 over 30
1: yeah you think he's playing the whole game <laughs> no nah, he'll play like 32 minutes maybe yeah
0: um Draymond Green triple double yeah he's got a uh... He's got more people to pass to, you know, yeah. KD coming Yeah, back. it'll be people, nice to have, have an extra. Open.
1: The floor yeah. will be more spread out. Yeah. It'll open things up. I level. think, I, th- I mean, yeah, if, honestly, dude, if they open the floor up, they do have good defense, the Raptors, but they'll just keep taking that extra pass, that extra
0: pass. Yeah, well, so that's what the Raptors have been doing to them all that's series. That's you know? That's true. So it really depends on whether they can play defense or not because if they yeah. can't get stops and get out in transition – you know they're not as effective. Yeah, I mean, it all boils it,
1: down to it, man. Defense wins championships. It is. Right? It's the age-old cliche, but it's the truth. All right, does Kyle Lowry show up tonight? I think we're going to see a average Kyle Lowry, an
0: average Kyle. Lowry. He's not going to
1: be atrocious and have like an <laughs> like an over twelve night with three points or something. Yeah. Uh, but he might
0: uh, he might just be pedestrian, like. The yeah. mid-teens. Personally, I'm going to root for the uh, much below average Kyle <laughs> Lowry. I, just, I really enjoy watching that a lot more than when he well, does it's well. it's
1: fun when he's, like, breaking shots yeah. and he's just, like, falling over, getting, like, knocked down by screens and not getting any calls. Um, but I don't know. Since they're in Toronto, I feel like he'll get some calls and he'll be a little bit in rhythm, so he won't be too tr- too trash.
0: Yeah, I just but don't we'll like see. him. I don't like him. I think they should <laughs> ship him off and just run with Fred Van Fleet for sure. Oh
1: man, well Fred Van Fleet, v- Fred Van Fleet, confirmed bleeder. Uh, he, they showed that way too Why many the times. hell
0: did they show that? So they many showed times, that dude. replay
1: so many times, and then and he just was dripping blood <laughs> like a one, like one single tear. That stream of blood just started gushing from Ugh. under his eye and lost uh, his tooth hit,
0: and then they didn't clean they the tooth. They zoomed in on the tooth. Clean, why isn't somebody telling yeah. people, yo, uh, there's a tooth <laughs> on the floor. Go get that thing. Get shit, that yeah. off the court. You'd think that they would people know like you're gonna know it baffles me with all this shit and especially with like replay and stuff like that how the fans sitting at home on their couch <laughs> yeah. can know about <laughs> like, all this shit, all, all this dudes. shit that's going on there on the court and everybody on the court is the last person to know yeah We gotta fix that, guys. That's especially terrible.
1: And even like, I hate to harp on it, but we gotta touch on it a little bit. Referees officiating, god awful. Like some of the calls are so late, and I understand. We talked about it when we were watching Game Three, Uh, a lot of or Game Four. A lot of the time, they're waiting to To see see if if it goes goes in. in. But you can't. Fuck that. You can't because then when you Fuck call that. it late, late, everyone's like, wow, that's so late. Who gives a but shit like, if it went in just or not? Just make a foul the call. Yeah, exactly. Regardless
0: of where the ball yes. goes or the bucket. Yes. It should be at
1: least. God. Um. Yeah. The officiating, that's one thing. It's just, you can always, you can always look to that if you're a fan. So if we get robots, it's kind of fucked because you can't really blame the robots. Well, see, so yeah,
0: I do kind of enjoy some of you the, know, like, calls You've got to be able to, Yeah, like. the no-calls are great. Yeah, no yeah. calls. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Especially Love the the in hockey,
1: too. We'll get into that in a minute. Oh, we will. I want to say one more thing about the NBA Finals. All
0: right, one more, too. I got another over-under for you. Okay. Draymond getting a technical out. <laughs> oh, He got one last game, he right? Last that was game. his first one in the finals. They were frustrated. He gets really yeah. frustrated. And
1: now they're in Toronto. He's mm-hmm. going to have Drake yelling at him yeah. the whole game. Oh, yeah. Um. I'll say I'll say Draymond gets a T.
0: I will say Draymond gets a T. I say they're. I'm down. hoping we get some double T's and like Ooh, a little shoving match,
1: like maybe like Serge and Draymond get mm-hmm. into it, double technicals. Uh, there's a little like posturing and whatnot, just uh, you know, okay. dick measuring contest. Okay. Yeah, see so if Draymond dick. is Draymond's not going
0: to kick anybody. He's put those ways behind him or what? Nah, he doesn't kick anybody. I do think they're down seven or eight or something. Something and happens. He gets teed up. Teed up. You know, or maybe Steve Kerr does changes the momentum. Steve Kerr could get teed up yeah. too. Uh, okay.
1: I will, so do you you've probably noticed. I know I I have it's bugging the hell out of me that they're doing like the gold on the logos for the teams in the finals.
0: Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that. Yeah. So
1: like it just it just bugs. It's just one of those little things that bugs me because like why not just use the same shit you've been using all season? I get it to the finals and it's supposed to be special, but just put like that little. The little like cursive, the finals thing. Yeah, that's way cooler. Just put that in the bottom corner, and then leave everything else the same because you don't need to have like gold on both teams because one of them is going to finish second, and that that team should have silver, right? Mm. So you're kind of you're kind of doing a little too much. It's diluting the gold standard to put both teams in gold.
0: Right, okay, um, I can see your point. But, to be honest with you, when you pointed that out the other night, I was thinking that that's the only thing I was going to focus on for the rest of the game. <laughs> you right? didn't think about it. Again. Didn't think about it again. Yeah, for the rest see, of the that's game. the, so the I thing. Like, happy I noticed it,
1: and then every once in a while I think about it. But like, I'm I'm watching the game. It's just like one of those things where, as a fan, it's like I would I would do it differently. That's all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I'd make him like, I'd get him new jerseys. Completely. Let's deck them out. Just in the do a,
1: a totally new jersey design <laughs> for the finals. Jersey. Yeah.
0: That would be awesome, Totally actually. new jersey designs for the finals.
1: Yeah. They, you know what they need to do in the NBA more? Is wear the throwbacks. Yeah, exactly. They don't wear the throwbacks no. nearly enough. Um, and I'm talking like the good throwbacks, like the good ones. Like yeah. the Baron Davis Warriors ones. Yeah. Those are lit. The Raptors jerseys with the Raptor on them. Yeah. The Rockets jersey with the Rocket yeah. on it. Like, these are all great classic jerseys. They don't use them.
0: Yeah, they should. They, they need should. to use They also need to get more creative with their jerseys. Online. Yeah, they I should. But, they know. should.
1: I think they're trying to do that. They're trying to do that because they got, like, all the city edition and whatever. And yep. they got, like, the Brooklyn ones are inspired by Biggie Smalls. And they yep. got, like, that cool trim on them. The Nuggets Skyline ones. all yeah, the are Nuggets dope are cool. jersey. Um, But, yeah, they're trying to do it more. Philly's got some okay jerseys, yeah, but right. they're just, like, kind of whatever.
0: I don't like that red they're using. No? No. I don't like it. But what about the, the North, I like the, Jersey. North. Jersey. Yeah, like I like the North jerseys. Yeah, I like the North jerseys. Those are dope.
1: Those are the ones my dad always shakes his head at. He doesn't oh, yeah? like them. I don't why know not? Why. I don't know why. I like them, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're pretty cool, too. But yeah, I guess tight. it's a generational Boy. thing. Who knows?
0: Maybe. Maybe he's, he different. doesn't have that respect for Canada. He probably doesn't. That's yeah. why. Mm. It's a generational thing. Yeah. No respect for the meonties. No. How many no. you now? now?
1: Um, all right. Well, let's talk about a sport that is as big as, if not bigger, it's, it's bigger. But the Raptors are like the biggest thing in Canada right now. And it helps that a Canadian team hasn't won the Stanley Cup in how long? A while? A while. Yeah. Yeah. So should we talk some Stanley Cup? Let's do it. So let's all about
0: America. Uh, let's move into the Stanley Cup. And the uh, the biggest dick of the Stanley Cup, Oh man, Brad Marshawn.
1: When he scored, to tell you the truth, I was kind of like, that is, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the only goal this game. Yeah. And that was it. And he won it. Yeah. And it, as much as it pained me to see it happen, uh, you know, he's the guy you expect to do it. Marshawn, yep. he's always the pest, and he also is, like, pretty damn clutch. Yeah, and yeah. he makes big plays, and he's a big-time player. And he hasn't licked anybody this playoffs that I know of.
0: Nah, he's not been caught yet. Um, you know at least on the
1: ice. He hasn't True. licked anybody on the
0: ice. True. Probably some licking going on behind the doors. I would
1: bet you that yeah, is. There's
0: there's got to be some licking going yeah. on behind the doors. You know, but uh, they yeah, are... It was a
1: nice goal. I mean, Bennington's been having some trouble.
0: Yeah, they're 22-1 and one when he scores in the playoffs. So, you know, and I really thought that was definitely a must-win game for St. Louis, being home. I don't think they go back to Boston and win. Anything can yeah. happen in a Game 7. Though, I mean, you know? it's
1: that's the thing, right, is we were talking about how happy people are in the NBA Finals to be getting Game 5. Yeah. And we're getting Game 7 already in the Stanley Cup, which yeah. is ultimately what we want for the NBA Finals as well. Right. But amazing for hockey that we have this, and it's in Boston, it's in Titletown. It's crazy because I think you're right. The Blues have a hard time going in there and winning a game seven. But they've they've played really well coming off a loss. Yeah, they have. And it's this is the last game of the hockey season for everybody. So nobody should have any extra. They're going to leave it all out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think anybody's out. I think uh, everybody's like, Chara's fighting through his broken jaw. I heard he was like, at media availability and he couldn't even like talk so he was writing down answers to questions for reporters so props to him man he's the real he's Insane, a real one man they must be um, shooting him up
0: with so much novocaine all the time <laughs> is that, holy yeah. shit
1: he's out there just feeling like a skull that the bottom half of the mouth fell off probably yeah. it's like he doesn't even have a job yeah. anymore, <laughs> yeah. and he's just skating around out there he's a floating head
0: he makes such a difference, uh, man. It, it, just that stick he has, the length on that stick to deflect these passes that they're trying to cross ice is insane, and especially on the power play. You know, it's like he takes away so much of the ice for, for the opposing team. The teams. power plays, it's so big.
1: Yeah, the power plays for St. Louis have been terrible.
0: Where the they hell is Jamie Schwartz? Anything. Yeah, he's been nothing
1: he's been the been whole, absent the entire series. The whole series. I mean, he was their hottest player
0: in the playoffs, and he's been shut down. Yeah. He's got to show up if they got a chance. He's got to put one in the back of the net. He's been nothing. Yeah. I'm They're going to need really a lot of people to put that. him in the back
1: of the net. And the toughest thing is is getting past Tuca because he's been just about a solid wall.
0: Yeah. Tuca's been great. You know, they need to hold on to the puck just a second longer make that extra pass. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard though. The thing
1: with him that is so frustrating to watch, cause obviously he's been around a lot longer than Bennington because he's yeah. 41, Bennington's 20, and yeah. he's a rookie. But Tuco, like doing the things he does, just staying with pucks and keeping them like contained. The rebound so control. So the rebounds, because yeah, yeah he's huge got difference Way in better this rebound series. control. Huge difference. The one that just like was on his back, <laughs> Yeah. the puck was about to go in the net. Yeah. One of his defenders just, like, knocked it onto his back, and then it was, like, on his jersey, just, like, above a fold in the jersey, just sitting there. And he, like, if he backed up into the goal, he could have scored a goal on himself. But, like, he's he's right there. And then even the goal that that, that, uh, O'Reilly got, which barely made it across the line up against his pad because he had his pad across on the kick save. He just was there a fraction of a second too late. It was almost a save.
0: Yeah. Tuka's playing.
1: Everything great. he does. Yeah, he's so yeah.
0: good. It's gonna it's gonna really take an effort on that blues D line to kinda Yeah. Another know, place where down. the
1: defense is gonna have to do it because some of the looks that Boston's gotten are way too easy and obviously yeah. a five three power play. I was like, just yeah. waiting for them to score, yeah, yeah,
0: basically, tough. you know? I'm I mean, expecting p- Part of that score. was Bennington's rebound control, you Yeah, know? And he's putting absolutely. pucks right in the middle, absolutely. right out in the middle in the, in the crease area, and you can't be putting pucks there, especially yeah. in the playoffs when it's so congested. And the other thing is the Blues got to get more pucks to the net. In playoff hockey, you just got to put pucks on the net. I mean, pucks you see so many goals yep. from deflections or, you know, just hitting two skates and going in or, you know, these crazy rebounds that come out and the guy's in the right place put the puck in the back of the net. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be a lot more pucks on net. You know, they got to they gotta use their speed, I think, a little bit more. I think they do have a, a little bit of advantage in terms of the speed game. Um, and they got to be better in between the blue lines, getting pucks in and and making it harder for the Bruins to get pucks in, especially on the power play, because the Bruins are entering the zone way too easy on the power play. Yeah. And that's part of their success. And they're setting up shot and just having a field day, just ripping them against Bennington.
1: Yeah, it's not like... Some of the games look really competitive, and then sometimes it just looks right, way off the 7 two
0: the five one the rest yeah. of the games have been pretty pretty close. Yeah. I think the first game in Boston wasn't as close, but yeah, so was, like with and with
1: the seven two when yeah. Bennington got pulled, came back the next game, solid performance, but he got a lot of offensive help too because they scored four goals in that game right. They're so gonna need to score goals. They There's gotta no score goals for sure. Score. But you're totally right. If the defense keeps getting in that easy and Bennington just gets an assault of shots coming in on him, yeah. he's he's obviously the rebound control is something you worry about, but
0: He's just Look, a rookie right now. His glove looks a little slow to me too, right now. Right? To be honest with sometimes, you, sometimes yeah. even on that Marshan shot, I thought he had yep. a sh- he had a shot to get it that. It seemed you know? like it was a little
1: close. Huh? It's,
0: it's, he's looking a little slow. And, yeah. You know. Well, that's
1: where I you know I hate to go back to it because it's something that I, it was kind of like an excuse for the Nuggets all year with the youth and why they couldn't oh. like be as good as they really should be because they're young which we shouldn't use an excuse for people because these guys are like incredible world-class athletes and being a starting goalie in the Stanley cup finals is massive. So Bennington being young is like nothing, no discredit to him, but hopefully like next year that kind of thing doesn't happen as much. And hopefully he gets a little quicker and hopefully he makes some better decisions and can control the puck a little more on the rebounds. But you just never know. Cause This kind of assembly of players that's together isn't going to be there long, so they don't have time for that. It's a win-now situation. Right. But it does give you hope for the future. You just, I mean, as a fan, I guess you look for whatever excuse you can to try to rationalize why your team can't be as good as every team in Boston.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is true. you know? Yeah. 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 Well, you know... It's gonna be very, very tough for them to win that game. I think I definitely have Boston win. I think the most important thing is that first goal. If they can get the first goal, they got a shot. If Boston gets that first goal and that crowd gets really into it, it could get ugly. I think.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an amazing game. I'm really excited to watch it. I love the
0: physicality that we've seen yeah. in this series. Hits are flying, yeah. and they're aggressive. People, are, they're going for blood. You know.
1: Well, you got to. It's, yeah. This is it. This yeah. is the last one of. This is the last one of this season.
0: Yeah, Blues have nobody suspended this game. That's great. Sanford, man, talk about—he's been great. Yeah, he's been good. He's fantastic. We just need to
1: keep everybody that's been playing well has to keep playing well, and some people that know they need to pick it up are going to. Schwartz has got to pick up. Are going to try to pick it up for one last
0: game. This is like the last go. Last time they're going to strap on the skates. I mean that that line hasn't played well since game two. That Shen Schwartz line, you know, and that's that's one of their big lines. It is. O'Reilly's 100%. been great,
1: but the line hasn't been playing great. And when you're going against a team like Boston, you have to have your best on every line.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Well, what do you got? What do you got? Prediction wise? Uh, where's
1: the Where's the dick? Right. So, women's World Cup started this week, um, and I don't think the U.S. women have played yet. Still. Yeah, so U.S. women are in the group F group with Chile, Sweden, and Thailand. Nice. Don't really know how those teams are. I think Sweden's pretty good. Chile is yeah. probably good. Thailand,
0: too. Probably I don't not, know. Probably not but, so good. Um, that seems like probably a pretty challenging group. Yeah, I think we'll be all right there. I mean, I think the United States women's team has definitely the biggest dick in this uh, in this cup, and yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. I think they always run into some problems with Japan, right? That's always one of the good rivalries. Yep. Um I think Mexico is pretty good right now as well. Mhm. So, you know, it should be interesting to watch, but I'm excited. I I love soccer. I love watching the women's women's team, so I'll definitely be watching.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's a lot of fun. There's an article on ESPN.com called Women's World Cup 2019 How Bob Marley's Daughter Saved Jamaican Soccer. Um, I didn't read it, but it's just cool headlines <laughs> it yeah, is read. cool um, so I thought that was interesting um I'm yeah it's always a lot of fun to watch the group stage you know I don't I haven't watched like much yet I think I flipped on a little bit of the England game before this weekend but Argentina and Japan tied today yeah, Those are that's two a pretty good teams yeah I think um, South Korea is pretty good too South Korea usually is good so. It'll be fun to to see like what happens. I love watching the women's team. Alex Morgan was just on Sports Illustrated swimsuit on the cover, so that's pretty wild. I mean, I bet you no other soccer team that's in this can say that. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, it'll be great to watch. The United States starts off against Thailand tomorrow at one. That yeah. should be a win. You know, we should start off with with a win there definitely, and hopefully, pretty convincing fashion. Yeah, tomorrow's a big day. Huh? There's a lot of games tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, so that where's this where's this one going on? Is this in France?
0: I have no idea. Why is it not like right in my face?
1: I feel like usually they like are real upfront about it, you know, like where because where was the men's one most recently? I don't know. this is bad this is bad radio. Yeah, this is bad radio.
0: <laughs> I don't remember France probably France. Uh, Brazil, France. Yeah, I think those are the last two. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. We don't know All much right. about the well, Women's yeah, World Cup, we're, to be like, honest excited with you. See,
1: we're excited to see the Women's World Cup. It's dope uh, that that's going on because, I mean, the women, our women actually got a shot. Like, so it's right, yeah. not when the U.S. men's team plays. Nope, I they don't have. Yeah, the we, uh, U.S. women's team
0: is much more interesting <laughs> yeah, to watch yeah, than the U.S. men's for sure. team, no doubt. Um,
1: so that's that's dope, and I think they they got a real shot um, at defending their title because they won the last one four years ago. Yeah. Um, so good luck to them, uh, USA.
0: Yeah, we'll be watching.
1: Yeah, we'll be watching.
0: Let's uh, let's switch back over to the NBA for a second. I want to talk about what we think is going to happen with all this AD trade talk and and the best scenarios that we see kind of unfolding, you know? Absolutely. Um, First thing,
1: yeah, I saw today that they're like trying to get a a multi-team deal going. So David Griffin is reported of saying this by Woj. And uh, so far... The front offices inquiring with New Orleans, uh, according to league sources, are Clippers, Lakers, Knicks, and Nets. So these are all teams that you've heard a lot about with this upcoming summer and free agency. Obviously, Anthony Davis, a big ticket name, uh, to get the brow to come to your city. He's still like young and got a lot of game ahead of him, but he's like one of the dominant players in the league right now. So pairing him up with somebody is ideal, but it's going to be hard to get all these pieces like aligned, especially if you're a team like the Nets. Like you don't necessarily know how to support these massive talents, and uh, I just don't know how it's going to work out if they end up going and if like they end up going to a team like that. Like if it's Kyrie and AD in Brooklyn or something, that seems like it seems like it could be really good or it could be a recipe for disaster. Like, Brooklyn's not used to winning. They go there and they're expecting to win, and they're like the Browns, and we still don't really know what's going to happen. Like, you got you got these teams that take a chance at going with the big blockbuster names like Carmelo Anthony and Paul George and Russell Westbrook all in OKC, but it doesn't always work out as well as it looks on paper, you know?
0: No, it doesn't, but you got to try, especially the way, you know, the leagues built these days where you need three stars to win a championship sure um all i'm all i'm really
1: saying is i think it's gonna it's i, I think the nets are out i think the clippers are gonna have a tough time getting yeah. like that kind of guy i think it's probably gonna be
0: lakers Knicks, sure i mean that's where 80 wants to yeah yeah exactly and they have the most pieces to bargain with at the moment there you go i think it's uh, it's a little disappointing to me that Where we're sitting right now, even after they got the first pick, is he's not willing to reconcile at all and play this uh, final year out, you know, with Zion and see where that goes, or or even get a deal with them. I think that would be a great, just oop show all around with Zion and AD. That would be phenomenal. So much fun to watch. Um, That being said, I think setting up a new team around Zion is kind of really what you want to do. And, and they're in a great position right now with that bargaining chip with Anthony Davis, a guy who doesn't want to be there, to move him for a ton, you know? I mean, you look at what the Lakers were trying to give him at the end of, or the mid season last year, what yeah. right? it was, six picks or something like that? Yeah. And players? Yep. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, insane. The, yeah, LeBron tried to
0: trade the entire franchise yeah. for Anthony Davis right. and didn't work. And so, yeah, I, I think the two landing places are definitely probably L.A., Or New York. And I
1: think that's why we're hearing now this multi-team deal thing coming out. Because during the season, like you said, L.A. threw everything and the kitchen sink and a bag of chips and like a couple of cookies and maybe even a Capri Sun down to New Orleans. And they said, no, it's not enough. Exactly. So now they got to get something from the Lakers. They'll take something from New York. They'll take something from whoever they can get a little bit from.
0: I think they should really go after another one of those picks. Right, The Knicks have the third. Lakers have the fourth, right? Yeah. I think they should try to get one of those, definitely. I think if you can get the third pick and you can get R.J. Barrett too and reunite those two in the NBA, that's what I want to see really. awesome. I really want to see that. And I think you use that. So you trade A.D., right? He probably goes to the Lakers, right? Yeah. Um, They send a ton, which I don't know, to the Knicks, I guess, which (laughs) probably doesn't work out, right? so oh, man. I don't know man I, I don't unless even know unless the
1: Knicks are just shipping people off I and then bringing in KD or yeah AD, KD I and think, Kyrie I, I think
0: yeah I mean it's, it's if AD be goes out
1: west and KD comes out east and then it's just like alright well now we'll just wait for this
0: matchup yeah I mean Lebr- LeBron AD would be fun to see I think ultimately that's probably where he wants to go LeBron AD versus Kyrie and KD yeah, that'd be cool that'd be dope uh, no chance Kyrie reunites with
1: LeBron. I see. I th- I don't think it's no chance. I think it's I don't think not it's no chance this year. I think it's not
0: this year. You can't go from the Celtics to the Lakers like
1: that. Yes, yeah, that's what I think too. But at the same time, a lot <sighs> well, of people I don't are think saying he cares about that. He man. wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't there that long. He's not. He hasn't really done anything with them. No. Like they kind of. Tried it and it didn't work, so why not? Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like he wants to give it one last shot. And if him and KD, two guys who people have always said you can't be the guy, you're not the guy, you always have other guys, they can try to be the guy together, and then that would just be a fun little like buddy cop well, see, show.
0: Here's the thing: if if KD comes back and wins in the series, then KD's the guy. Yeah. Right. But
1: and then he's gonna be like, all, all right, I'll go be the guy wherever I want to go. Sure. And then he will go wherever he wants to go. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing that always kind of perplexed me about all the trade talk and free agency rumors is that guys like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant who, I mean, just like they don't have the best relationship with media, but they're heavily reported to go into New York where the media is like kind of the most brutal and like the biggest media in sports is all in New York. Yeah. So, it's kind of crazy uh, that they would be going there, but also it's like you're playing an MSG. Right. That's the Mecca. Yeah. So, you do what you got to do to be the best and to play where the greats played and, like, make history in a historical building for a historical franchise that has long been waiting for, like, somebody to bring them back into the spotlight. Yeah. They thought I thought it was Melo. It wasn't Melo. They think, thought it
0: was Porzingis. I think, Kay- I think Kyrie... Probably ends up going to the Knicks and it's whether they want to make that trade for a d or they think they can get kD in free agency as well um but yeah I see I see this is a great opportunity for them to land two of those players you know and if two of those guys want to team up they can hundred percent bring the Knicks back into the spotlight they got some good role players in the Knicks do you think that for the Knicks to uh are the Knicks gonna
1: like be able to get these guys and then also use that three pick or do you think it's more likely that they deal the th- number three pick well, if they're going to get AD part of a deal yeah for AD, AD or other, 100% pl- other pieces
0: out of that pick
1: yeah yeah so for AD but that but so what about if they use that pick and they get both Kyrie and KD do you think they go with our guy uh, RJ Barrett sure. at that three spot why wouldn't you yeah why wouldn't you go with a two guy that can shoot like that it's, pretty, it's a pretty sweet lineup.
0: Yeah, you still have DeAndre <laughs> Jordan at center. And yeah. I don't even know who else they have on that squad at that point. Looks, I think they got Joe Keem still. Oh, no, I see it on he's on the Grizzlies He's on the Grizzlies. That's good. I don't want to see a him A lot anyway. of weird stuff happens with yeah. Joe Keem now. It's kind of a, a – I'm a little – Little disappointed that we're gonna have you know Zion and Ja going to kind of these smaller markets in New Orleans and in Memphis. Sure, I did want to see the Knicks with that number one pick right. and Zion end up there.
1: Yeah, it's what we were, it's what everyone was kind of hoping for, especially Knicks fans. Like, I felt like their heart got ripped out, yeah. I'm sure. Or the two, even like um, Ja, sure, Jaw. ja sure. is a great pick as well. Yeah, maybe this just makes it even more. Of a factor where they say, well, now we just got to make the free agent plays. We're not going to get the number one pick. We didn't even get the number two pick. Let's go and get two of the top free agents this summer and then we'll be right back in the conversation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, here, Christoph Porzingis is trying to get a trade and threatening he wants to go back to Europe and then he's back in Europe this summer, this offseason, and he gets the crap beat out of him at some fucking yeah. nightclub. <laughs> So I don't know if they would have even taken him back in Europe, uh, but luckily the Mavs took him off their hands. They got what did they get in return? They got Dennis Smith Jr. up there, which could be a, a blooming all star. And DeAndre. Jordan. Uh, DeAndre Jordan kind of on like the back nine, coming into coming in to finish out his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they got some they got some potential with that number three pick, and. With all this buzz around these two big guys wanting to go there, even if they don't, they can probably get some of the other high level free agents.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch and find out. Let's uh so let's wrap up the show real quick. Yeah, and absolutely. Another, another so the we the dick. We got the NBA draft on June twentieth, and
1: then uh so like f- free agency is in full effect, I think, like in July, right? What? because that's usually when they announce everything. Uh, But, yeah, it's going to be big free agency this summer, and I think a lot of it's going to depend on what happens with uh, this NBA Finals. If KD can actually make the uh, ultimate comeback here, the 3-1 comeback that would forever put to rest the jokes about the Warriors blowing a 3-1 lead because if they can erase a 3-1 lead, then you can't really make the joke anymore.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I think he leaves either way. Yeah, I think so, too. But it's whether does he
1: leave the man or does he leave with his tail between his legs and try to get a ring somewhere else, or does he leave with a,
0: with a handful already? We could and three find out tonight. finals MVPs. So we'll see. All right, ending segment. Where's, where's the, the dick? dick? Um, who's going to be the biggest dick next year, rookie of the year? Zion or Ja? Oh,
1: uh, this is a tricky one. And I really want to say Zion but I'm like, my mind, my, my heart says Zion, but my head says ja. Yeah. And I, I love Zion and watching him play and watching him smack balls into the third row, watching him dunk where his head is like a foot above the rim and he's still four feet away from the rim, but he still flies in anyway. Um, and we're going to see some of that. And hopefully we get to see a, another couple of dope players throwing him out, oops, and him playing with a good squad in, uh, in New Orleans. But it's got to be John Morant. He's going to do so much on that Memphis squad, putting the team on his back and just being, like, a true – like, he will be rookie of the year because he's going to be, like, damn near an MVP candidate, I feel like, if he was on a better team. Um, but as a rookie playing in Memphis, like you said, small market, not great – He's going to have some good pieces around him. they got a good organization there. Uh, they work hard, play hard. He, I think he's going to fit right in with, uh, with that culture, and it's going to push him to a lot of success rookie year. Um, there's a lot of debate between Trey Young Luka Doncic this year. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of debate next year too, but I think Jaw's going to take it.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same spot you are with, like, Hart. But AFP, if we're going by dick size, I think Zion's got him. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hart says Zion. Mine is kind of leaning towards Ja and just the fact that he makes such an impact in terms of passing the ball, too, and, and rebounding the ball as well. I mean, Absolutely. Zion's going to get his boards. But I'm still going to say Zion. That man is just such a freak, man. And he's still growing. He's still getting more athletic. Yeah. Like, he's just going to set it on fire next year. Once he gets that tray ball really down it's, it's sure. game over
1: and if not any for anything like for like just the fact that he's gonna be so much more well known he's yeah. already got the name recognition
0: I mean, he's got um, he's got so much more space with, to work with in the yeah, NBA like, too. it's uh, gonna be so much more of an open floor i cannot game wait too. for
1: the shoe commercials like he blew through a shoe in a yeah. game you better be writing some damn good commercials i don't know why man. adidas
0: <laughs> hasn't just been like Showing that on a commercial, right? right on and just loop. said Adidas. The sl- you know? Showing the
1: slow mo of him blowing <laughs> yeah, through the Nike shoe. shoe
0: and just Adidas. That's Straight all you need. Up. Game yeah. over. All right, well, uh, let's give one episode. more shout out
1: before we finish up. Uh, shout out Tony Parker. Oh, good, cool, uh, He's good, retiring cool. after his uh, wonderful and decorated 18 seasons in the NBA. Uh, he was part of that big three on the Spurs. Yeah, a, shout out uh, Tony, crazy, crazy good
0: point guard. Shout to out Tony Parker. I used to practice that floater, man, when I was a yeah. kid. all the time. Used to practice that floater.
1: Yeah, he's one of the all-timers. Like from our like childhood, he's like one of the guys who we like our whole life we've been watching. Oh yeah, so that's down great. The
0: lane, Tony Parker floater. Um, yeah. Oh.
1: So shout out Tony Parker for a lot of great years in the league, a lot of great, uh, a lot of championships. And it looks like he had a lot of fun, too, with Manu and uh, Big uh, big Tim Duncan. No doubt. So thanks for the memories, Tony. Great episode here. Uh, Where's the dick? We'll see you next time. See you next time. Uh, Warriors in seven, Raptors in eight.